0: all right so all right well let's let's hit the intro and we'll we'll start uh we'll start hanging out so everyone welcome back to price plow today we are super excited it is october 14th and we've got the jamie from eat clean bro so we've done some cool content around eat clean bro and the services that you guys offer um eat clean bro is a meal prep service in new jersey uh i've been using eat clean bro for better part of like probably five years right now but we've actually been really excited to partner up with them and talk about the things that are happening because you guys are growing in crazy amounts right now, that's our understanding. So uh Jamie, I just want to say before we start off, thank you so much. Uh and as a, a I'm a fellow Jerseyan. I just wanted to say every person I ever meet and mentioned Eat clean Bro or when I did the content, every single person that has been like, man, Jamie is so cool. And I feel like I'm the only fitness person in New Jersey New Jersey that doesn't know you. So it's really cool to sit down and do this podcast today.
1: Thanks, man. Yeah, we're so we also have a kitchen in Atlanta, Georgia. Yes. Um A clean bro is just New Jersey is the epicenter of bro, but we do, we do have um, a kitchen in Atlanta and we're looking into Boston and possibly a DC expansion. It's funny. uh, I've taken a few things I've learned at other places, mostly what not to do. And I've really just tried to treat people the way I want to be treated in all aspects. In my marriage and my business with my employees with my customers and a lot of the times i just operate in a way where i just try to put other people first and it's been working out you know it's just it's not i think in order to be a successful business owner and leader it's got to be about you know hey how can i help or what, what what do you see that i don't see what's you know and it just breeds cooperation it breeds loyalty you know people want to feel appreciated and it's been the the winning recipe so that's what you know that's what we've been doing
0: from like a bird's eye view just looking at eclean bros like marketing you guys definitely show that like your marketing is very helpful and it's it's kind but i recently maybe like three months ago started following you on instagram and your instagram comment content is like exactly that you're probably the most relatable I don't know, like celebrity, I have to use that word just because like, like you have a lot of followers and you post content out there, right? But it's relatable, like your, your friends and family that the spotted lanternfly stuff or the hornet's nest outside your house, like it's, it's relatable, you know, like you're driving this ridiculous F-350, which, you know, a lot of people post their cars and stuff, but like the stuff that you talk about is just so down to earth and relatable. And it's, it feels very Jersey, very bro. So I hear there's this crazy story about how you got started sleeping on someone else's couch and, and cooking for people
1: yeah well to my to my instagram i feel like the last so i'm in jersey spend a lot of time on route nine and i always say the last thing route nine needs is another italian restaurant like how many more italian restaurants can open up in new jersey right at some point new jersey we got to stop opening italian restaurants it's ridiculous um You know, how many pizzerias can you stuff into a damn shopping center? Uh, And I'm always surprised, you know, there's always room for another pizzeria or Italian restaurant in New Jersey. And um, obviously there's a lot of good restaurants in New Jersey. So it's a joke. If you're passionate about Italian food, go open that restaurant. Who the hell cares? But it does seem like every 10 feet there is an Italian restaurant or pizzeria. So, and to my point, Instagram doesn't need a know it all uh business you know we don't need another know it all motherfucker on Instagram. All right. I've had enough. I've seen fucking 19-year-old life coaches on Instagram, I've seen all types of bizarre, crazy shit where um, you know, I've been around the block, I've gotten my face beaten, I've been humiliated, I've failed many times. Um, uh, you know, I've been through it all and And when I'm on Instagram and I'm talking to people, it's trying to just share words of encouragement where I don't really feel like Instagram's an encouraging place. I feel like Instagram's a place where it's like, oh, you're not in this $10,000 suit. You're not in this mansion. You're not getting flown around in this helicopter with a fucking $10 million crypto portfolio. You loser peasant. Um, So I think like social media is a pretty unrealistic place. And I try to bring people back to earth, even though I'm in this place, I'm running this enterprise. You know, there's a lot of times where I'm just like, shit, man, fuck. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. And sometimes it's okay. If you don't know what you're doing, you got to stop back and ask, Hey, uh, yo, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, you know, go to my trusted advisors, go to my mentors, ask some questions, come up with a game plan and then reapply, you know, you know, just keep moving. And I try to, know, know i know what it's i know what it's like to be down and out i know what it's like to be heartbroken i know i know what it's like to uh you know be in be in some of those relatable places so i always try to just keep it you know 100 with people and uh i've seen the rise and fall of many great entrepreneurs and over the years the most apparent trait is the ego when you start feeling invincible when you start feeling invincible, man, that's usually when you fall the hardest. And, um, I'm always very aware, you know, I know I'm not invincible. I know a lot of people depend on me and I depend on a lot of people. So it's a, it's a very fine line. It's a respectful line. It's an ecosystem It you know, everything, it's a delicate balance. Success is delicate. Uh, success is not guaranteed. There uh, is there was this saying like, you know, rent is uh, success is, is, uh, it's earned, you know, and rent is due every day. And I always thought that that quote was so good because, uh, you know, we, I always tell people too, it's not like I have a t-shirt business that I order, you know, a hundred thousand t-shirts from China. We make every single meal in, in house our, our company. And I was about to unload on Instagram and I stopped myself because but you know there's a lot of national meal brands that do not cook the food they outsource and they they use co-packers to make their food they outsource their customer service to the whoever philippines wherever they can get it the cheapest and they're literally just a marketing company hammering hammering coupons and they're collecting customer information and they're taking that data and that's the data they're using to sell to bigger companies who want that information and um, and and really i guess what i'm getting at man is i'm trying to be relatable i'm trying to encourage people and i'm trying to trying to get people to understand like the real entrepreneur grind and to support your local entrepreneur um you know support local and stuff so that's all
0: i i love it because um like dude, i've been going to the jersey store for my whole life you know i have a house down at seaside and getting to see you guys uh flying planes with the banners down there oh cool yeah like seeing your 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 sign on on the turnpike like seeing real like like local real people it's like yes it's it's an enterprise but like you're a real person you keep it relatable like seeing you guys succeed feels good you know and and especially with all the food stuff uh, mike and i are like really passionate about quality of food and supplements and fitness and stuff and i was absolutely going to say what you were saying like so many of these meal prep companies it's freeze dried it's not fresh uh, it's it's just even like when you get to the quality of the actual food much less the preservatives and stuff the the beef is terrible like you guys have incredible quality like your fish is fresh it's it's very healthy it's it's rich in omega it's like you guys don't cut corners and it's all done the day of and your customer yeah. service like it's 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 bro it's real
1: yeah i always tell people about the customer service when you call There's no ringtone. There's no like, oh, please press one for sales or press two for like, dude, you call, we pick up the phone. If you're calling, chances are you want to talk to somebody. You're not calling like any business that has that fucking Press this or press that. And I know they're not even that busy. That's just like, come on, man. Like, somebody just answer the fucking phone. Why do I got to press these buttons? So, hey, amen. <laughs> <you. that, laughs> <laughs> so, when you call eClean Bro, within one or two rings, there's a real person that answers the phone. And our live chat is the same thing. And then, um, you know, I don't know if I do a good enough job of promoting like the talent that we have, but um, Chef John. I want to say in like 2012 or 2013 got recognized as one of the best chefs in America. Um, you know, that's updated. He was, I don't know if he was top 20 or something in, in America, but, uh, I could tell you from all the restaurants I worked at and chefs I've been around that, that that man is, he's incredibly talented and we all love food. Um, constantly pushing them to be better. I find like, you get to a point where you're like, all right, our chicken, our, our grilled chicken is, I think it's, it is very good. We take, um, we take the Chipotle's, you know, we, um, we dehydrate them, we grind them. We make all of our spice blends in house from scratch. Then we take, you know, the young chicken, we cook it at like a, you know, we grill market, we cook it, then we cook it low and slow, which retains tons of moisture. I think my rice, you know, the medium grain brown rice and all the the rices that we cook are pretty good, but now we're looking at ways, like how do we enhance the shredded chicken? You know, like how do we just take the food we're already making, take the calories, reduce the calories, reduce some of the wasted calories in the sauces. And how do we give people a tremendous meal that they're not noticing the calorie reduction and then delivering on like a, a super high quality product that can last for like five, five days. So <clears throat> there's a lot that goes into the culinary. Um, it was funny. I got invited to one of these special events on the Navisink with one of my chef friends. And, you know, it was just a bunch of chefs and we were cooking on open fire. It's one of my favorite things to do, by the way. And uh, he was like, yeah, I heard Eat Clean Bro was coming. I thought like, why, you know? And <clears throat> it was like truth I needed to hear, but it kind of broke my heart. Like, damn, what do you mean? Why? Like, I have one of the best culinary teams in New Jersey. Um, We have like more culinary degrees in, in our four walls than any restaurant or restaurant group. Um, So, so I'm thinking, man, maybe I need to start like promoting the fact that we are just culinary minded maniacs who just want to provide the best food, keep it affordable and, um, and keep it healthy. Everyday food, just feed people food. They could eat every day and be healthy so
0: it seems like you guys have been able to successfully like take that um almost like small restaurant feel or that that one-on-one feel and scale it to a part where you're, you're shipping out you know hundreds of thousands of meals um <laughs> yeah. which is pretty cool i mean that doesn't seem realistic to do if you guys have figured it out i've been telling matt for a little bit now like i want to come down what like 4 a.m whenever you guys start and show like the process from like beginning to end because i think that stuff is missed because when i eat the food i can tell it's it's fresh it's healthy like you guys care know and then i think a lot of time exactly what that guy said like it seems like these meal prep companies just don't care
1: we take all of our a lot of our sauces so like you know we're we are going the extra mile so many times that i just don't think i'm correctly marketing i mean like today the plain jane i had for breakfast the red pepper sauce we make from scratch you know we take those peppers roast them grind them up make like just the, the little details you could really tell the difference and uh, a lot of the stocks like all the any of the gravies or, or sauces that we make in-house like we're roasting the bones down we're getting the bone marrow incorporated into all those sauces so like you're getting that collagen and
0: yeah
1: all those stupid buzzwords like I, I was a man like i feel like i, I want to just keep it real with everybody but like all these marketing buzzwords and shit that everybody else uses that I don't use. I feel like maybe I, maybe I need to start just hammering people with that stuff. But I always thought that was kind of corny, but people don't know. So, I mean, maybe I got to just start letting them know like, Hey man, like you're going to eat this. And like, there's, there's like incredible health benefits to what we're doing because we're taking the time to make all these ingredients and these sauces and things we're making them correctly. So
0: I love that. I think it's a great idea. And I think you could deliver that in a bro way too. It doesn't have to be corny or it doesn't have to be, I uh, don't you know. I think people feel the shallowness in a lot of marketing, but there's definitely a way you could deliver that.
2: Right. Jamie, yeah. the question is like, do you have, do you have videos showing that you have uh, the bone marrow in the broth or do you have any content? Like, that's something we would love to like help display, but it would be cool on some of the product pages. I mean, product pages, uh, on some of the pages that you have it would be cool to see like this is how that chipotle sauce was made maybe not giving away a recipe but you know uh, people love to look behind the scenes they love to see how it's made with love
1: yeah it's definitely a good idea we just brought in a in-house videographer his plate is full but we definitely need to start showcasing what goes on in the kitchen i think that's definitely a big goal for us and going into 2022 we're going to really start uh hammering that out it's a Wait, good idea
0: let us know i'm only in princeton yeah, i'd love, love to, to come do down that. and do that uh one of the things for me so uh, i buy a lot of your a la carte options because for me yeah. it's, it's just easy you know and i i i like cooking i just don't always make time for it so i started buying all these a la carte options and i started to realize like, eat, like i love your ground beef a la carte and it's got these onions in it. it's it got these seasons yeah. in it um, I wasn't expecting it. It's delicious. Like you guys take like something that seemingly could be quote unquote boring and you make it so different. You make it easy to eat.
1: Mm-hmm. Thank you. So what's really funny, man, I started the a la carte. Um, back in 2013, I was like cooking for anybody I could. And I started cooking for this bodybuilder and uh, <laughs> just fucking, it was like a bad drug deal in the parking lot of uh, Shoprite. And the guy, I made his food, his custom meals, and he broke out the scale. And he's like, yo, man, you're not short. And um, it was like a $90 order. I made him all this custom food. And I'm like, dude, you got to be fucking kidding me. It was over like uh, the rice. There was like a discrepancy with the weight of the rice. He wanted a cup of rice. Um, that's why I started doing everything with weight. Because if you do like a fucking scoop of rice, that's a one cup scoop compared to like weighing eight ounces of rice. Um, there's a discrepancy, but, uh, but anyway, that, that taught me like no more custom meals for people. And if you want, and cause most bodybuilders are looking for a deal, they want a bargain. Mm-hmm. So I said, look, man, if you want custom meals, I'm going to sell you this food by the pound. You put it together. However you want, you want four, four ounce chicken. You want three, six ounce chicken. You want four, eight ounce. Ch- you want two, eight ounce chicken, whatever. I'm going to give you a pound cut it up however you want. And I'll give you the best price I can give you. And, um, that's been working out really well for the hardcore people. Cause the hardcore people just want to, you know, <clears throat> they want to make their food. Um, you know, they want to get on with their day because if I had to make custom meals for people and it's really not scalable and it's not affordable, nothing custom in this world is affordable, but for some reason people want affordable custom meals Just anything custom. I mean, if you want anything custom, there's nothing you could get in this world custom that's affordable. At least I don't know. Um, If you want like custom suits or custom, uh, I don't know, right? What the hell else you get custom clothes or?
0: The only thing I think of is you with your double XL shirts on Instagram. Yeah, (laughs) like 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 nothing. What the
1: fuck is going on with that, dude? Like, (laughs) I'm a big guy, but I'm not busting out of a double XL big, like.
0: <laughs> Bless you. I'm but yeah, just, just another way you guys—you're you. just like relatable, man. It's it's fun, like you know. Uh, I think that's great. And then uh, you bringing this this other flair, I gotta ask—you're you're constantly posting like with like a not constantly, but you're with like the situation people from the Jersey Shore. Like, has that been a, a partnership that's been good for you, clean bro? Like, or is that just personal friends?
1: I knew Mike, so I started cooking in 2005. I met Mike in like 2007 before he became famous. And I was actually cooking for him, and uh, back when he was doing mortgages, and it was really funny because, like, I've known Mike for a long time. Like I said, I know Mike before he was famous, and uh, it's funny, you know. I don't expect anybody to feel sorry for me, not at all. I love. I got everything I want out of life. When you like, when you achieve success things kind of change. You know, like I went from being the underdog to almost like a target and on a very small scale, I cannot relate to Mike or Jenny on the level that they're at with like their stardom and their uh, fame and the way like they have haters on Instagram and shit, but it's relatable. So like I've made friends with a lot of famous people and a lot of famous people keep me around because like we do have that like, you know i started with nothing i blew the fuck up i had a whole bunch of shit thrown at me and i survived um so yeah i do get to be fr- i'm friends with a lot of famous people and it's awesome but uh there's kind of like a mutual understanding you know we kind of both understand each other's worlds and it's kind of just nice to be around uh you know just it's just kind of nice to be around people and also i've <laughs> they're also jenny and mike are like my therapists a lot of times i call them and they just walk me, they walk me off the edge all the time. So so you it really nice.
0: You made an interesting point there. So we, we, you've started with nothing and now, you know, you have this, this enterprise, but you had, you said you've had some shit thrown at you. What were, what are some of the complications that you dealt with? Like, cause you, you started off doing this for <laughs> individuals and now you get the masses. What was the process like? What kind of hurdles did you jump?
1: Well, like there's a lot of personal hurdles you come through, you know, start, um, you know, like family problems, um, mostly family problems. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised what happens to your fucking family. And, you know, my close friends are thankfully my close friends, like my real close friends have, have been very good to me, but, um, you know, these are things you can't account for. You know, you put your head down and you work your ass off to become successful. And then people who you think should be so happy for you think that they deserve it or you got lucky or you didn't really get it and it's uh you know you'd be surprised a lot of famous people have fucked up families and uh and it's nice to be able to talk about it but uh you just uh you just never know you never know what the hell is going to happen but also just uh the pressure you know the government puts a lot of pressure on you stupid shit like Amount of fucking bro, I started eClean bro with three hundred dollars, and now I just looked at my bank account and like I just got hit for seventy thousand for a uh, like a sales tax payment, which obviously is fine, you know. But it's it's just kind of crazy, you know. Like you go from being a normal person to now like you you know your income tax is like the same as Barack Obama's, and you're just like fuck, you know. Like this is just so insane, and and the pressure is unbelievable, but. I get to do what I love doing and I'm around great people who are helping me and I got to just keep going. You know, people are depending on me to provide them with jobs and my customers love my product and my wife and my kids are great. So you take the good with the bad and you try to just stay grateful. Uh, You know, I practice the attitude of gratitude and that's my, that's my game plan. But I do have my days, you know, I have my days where I feel like I'm going to fucking die. Um, but that's part of being an entrepreneur and being an entrepreneur is knowing how to, how to, um, how to pivot, how to move, how to stay positive, how to lead from the front. Um, just all that, all that stuff goes into being, a being a strong leader, a strong entrepreneur.
0: So uh, let me ask you, when, when you started this, did you imagine yourself as a leader? Like one day, cause I imagine this was a one man show for, it seems like for a while you're meeting in shop right parking lots and stuff.
1: Going, it was, back,
0: going back, yeah. back to be a team. like how, how was that?
1: I got really lucky, man. I had um, I was ugh, sorry, I was really friggin working hard. And then uh, towards the end of 2013, my really good friend John O'Connor, I think he was working at Nordstrom Cafe, was like, dude, I fucking hate it here. like get me on, get me on. So I brought in Johnny. And, uh, I was working, I, I made this deal with my buddy, Joe, who owned a really big Italian restaurant. So I was using his guys part-time in the morning. I had Johnny. Um, we started to, we started to pick up in 2014, ran into like chef John, got chef John intrigued and I kind of hired chef John and my now wife Kayla at the same time. Once I had Kayla, John, Shef, once I had Kayla, Chef John, and Johnny Oak, and we started really working together as a team, we made a lot of magic happen. And and that, that was probably the most fun I ever had in my life, man. It was such a fucking incredible time. We got to, uh, we worked so hard. We made it happen. And it was just so, uh, like, I remember in 2013, dude, I was so happy just to be able to pay myself 500 bucks a week. I felt like I fucking won the lottery, dude. And I remember thinking I did it. I was in business for one year. I just felt I was so happy. And then once, like, once I started with Shreds, um, Shreds started just spoon feeding me the most uh, fitness influential people in the world. I was cooking for them. If you follow supplement shreds where it's like the pioneer behind social media marketing and affiliate marketing and, and those guys had essentially all the big names in fitness promoting their brand. So these guys, these models constantly flying in and out of New York. So I'm in Jersey city, I'm feeding all these famous people. And one thing leads to another and, uh, I'm cooking for Lala Anthony. So then, voila! Anthony shouted me out, and that's when I kind of went viral. You know, I got forty thousand followers in twenty-four hours—something insane. My phone wouldn't stop ringing; emails like wouldn't open. Like it, it was incredible, and uh, it was a rocket from that point. And we've been just friggin', um, we've been like pedal to the metal since since like two thousand fourteen. Just learning as we go, and. And uh, I've come a really long way, but I can truthfully say with all the growth, all the madness, I've found a way to make my product even better over the years. And a lot of times when companies grow, they lose quality. And I've been neurotic with making sure that our quality continues to improve. And not like, you know, we're just giving you more for your money day in, day out. That's always been the the daily grind to just make sure we're giving our customers more, keeping them happy. You know, like you said, you've been ordering for years. I have a lot of people who've been with me since 2013 still with me. And that's an indicator to show like I'm doing right by my customers because it, you know, to, to have a, to, to retain customers from 2013, it's just, you know, in my opinion, that is ultimate success. So that's what I'm looking to do. Just keep people happy.
2: Jamie, I, I absolutely love it. Like you clearly care so much that you no, know, I'm listening on audio and I'm just blown away here. I, I got to ask though, I, dude, I love you, man. Have you, Thank ever, you. have you ever like looked into imposter, imposter syndrome? Because when I hear words like, like, it almost sounds like you still haven't gotten accustomed to the fact that you do belong here and that you do deserve this success and that you've worked your ass off so hard. You deserve every bit of success because it was so hard and you fought through it. And it almost seems like I heard the word luck. And I got to tell you, man, I hate that word. It's, it's the, it's the number one enemy word of entrepreneurs like ourselves. And I consider you far more of an entrepreneur than myself because none of that was luck. In my opinion, you were here for a reason because you were so successful Everyone at Shreds probably approached you because you were making food and because you put love into the food.
1: People feel (laughs) the love that you put into the food. Well, can I I tell you can I tell you how I got into Shreds?
2: Sure. I'm not gonna accept that accept any luck though.
1: Well, so my buddy Sean Dua was the CFO and I was friends with him from high school and I saw one day he checked into the Olympia. Sean never worked out or played sports. And I'm like, Sean, what are you doing at the Olympia? He's like, Oh, you know, I'm uh I'm helping out my friend Arvin. He started this company. I'm I'm the CFO. Shreds. I was like, holy shit, man, really? Shreds. I'm like, damn. I was like, dude, I wish I, uh, I wish I could do something with you guys. And he goes, well, why not? Like, why, when we get back, like, come to Jersey City and bring meals. So Arvin and Situation were really good friends, and Arvin had heard of me because I don't know he was at Mike's house or whatever, and mike's brother frank used to save all the containers so he had this closet full of e-clean pro containers and arvin's like frank what the hell are you doing and then and then frank you know told arvin about me so arvin had heard about me and um (laughs) through frank's clay containers and and that's how i got up there and arvin was always really good to me man i got nothing but good stuff to say about arvin he he was always good to me and looked out for me and and still to this day if I need anything I can call him and he'll pick up so um as far as luck goes um I did work hard but I, I did get some breaks man like the shit with shreds man that was that was huge and at the time I, I had one of the biggest accounts but I just I never wanted to do like ass and titty marketing I feel like if you need a hot chick you know I don't know I just. We do have some of the most beautiful women in the world promoting us, but I just don't, man, I don't know. I want to be a role model to kids. I want to be a role model to other entrepreneurs. And like, I don't, I don't want to be like some sleaze bag and just show, hey, here's uh, some giant titties with this broccoli. Like, that's kind of lame, in my opinion. So, and I know every other meal prep company is doing it, but sex sells. I get it. But, I want my, my product to speak for itself which i think it's doing and hopefully people i don't know if people notice i do this or not but um whatever i think
0: the merit-based merit uh selling of this like it sells itself it's absolutely true and i definitely think it lends itself to what you're talking about before like talking more about that collagen talking about that, that i mean it's it's whole foods you're making stuff from scratch i mean it's it's incredible i don't know any yeah. meal prep company that's doing it. Like, like hands down, I don't know. I, I, and I know a lot of them. No one's doing
1: that. Yeah, we're, we're putting the work in, dude. I don't know what direction it's going to go into. Like, I know that e-commerce is here to stay. I don't know. I might, I don't know what, like, I'm going to continue to grow eClean clean bro. We're going to continue to go. Um, one of my regrets is that like, I always thought that, and I do think my van delivery is superior. It's superior handling. But just this the sheer size of some of these national brands, it's just got me intrigued, you know. So we are, we are rolling out a national, we're gonna roll out a national alarm. So we will have a national menu you can order from. We're buying the uh, we're buying the equipment and we're gonna start taking over the United States. But uh, you know, business is a lot of fun. There's a lot of pressure, there's a lot of stress, and when you care so much like I do, it's sometimes it's hard to make business decisions because you care so much about your product that you don't, you don't want to sacrifice the quality for anything, not, not money, nothing. So
0: I wanted to ask about that because so as long as I've been with you, it's, it's come by this e bro truck and it's really cool. You get it. Now you get a text message when it's like 10 minutes out, which is super helpful. I got, I got a dog and, and like, you know, I don't want someone knocking on my door randomly with the dog. It's, it's like just the whole experience of ordering from you guys is great, but, um i always wanted to ask like is there if you were to do that national army like you're talking about i assume you'd be sealing it and shipping it in yeah for dry ice. that limits your freshness i assume in some ways
1: yeah so it will never so it's like a double-edged sword you'll be vacuum sealed it should lock it in but i really don't think anything's going to be the van delivery but yeah. You know what if you're ordering from one of these national brands with my quality food vacuum sealed i'm still going to beat everybody in the united states um and i could say that with confidence because i know all these fucking people have these businesses to just make money yeah sometimes i feel like the joker i just want to sit in the warehouse and light it on fire um i want to win i want to make the best food money can buy and I want to work and I want to be here forever. I don't want to pump and dump some company. You know, you're seeing some of these companies sell. I want to do this forever. I want to keep people happy forever. I want to feed people forever. And the only way I could do that is by, by providing value, consistency, convenience, affordability. Um, you know, I think my, my goal is different than some of these other guys. Like, the prepared meal space right now is a hot industry. People are getting insane multiples on their purchases. And, uh, you know, I would do this for free, man. I started doing this shit in 2005. People thought I was fucking crazy. Like, what do you mean? You're selling cold chicken. Why the fuck would you sell cold chicken? They're like, dude, what? I'm I'm like, nah, man, you know, like you got to take your food with you. If you're a busy person, you're on the go, you want to, you want to plan your day. Um, you know, it's how like all the models and fitness people, that's how they stay in shape and, it was such an uphill battle to try to describe what i was doing back then um but it was just something i loved doing dude and i didn't care and when i say i would do it for free i'm saying i fucking did do it for free for eight fucking years where i was getting nothing nowhere so when i say i would do this for free man i'm not talking out of my ass i did do it for free for eight fucking years and uh you know but in that time i got an incredible education i got real life experience and and I feel like that's given me an edge on my competition throughout the country. So I may not be the biggest anymore. There's a lot of people out there who are bigger, but I'm coming. And, uh, and we'll see who we'll see who, uh, survives, you know, once all, once the saturation point is reached and all these shit companies that suck go down, the strong will survive. And, uh, the people who are just looking to make money off this business, which obviously you have to make money to survive, but the real passion and and the real care will shine. Will shine through the saturation, and uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see which way it goes. But talent, passion, care—all that stuff—is what survives and breaks through and shines, as you can see.
0: Yeah, I, I honestly, so. I don't have any other way to like wrap all this up. I don't have any other questions. That was that was it. I uh, I really appreciate your time. I, I it seems like the expansion is all self-explanatory. You've got your your uh, kitchens going down the East Coast you're looking at uh, an expansion through the left through um, that arm of made possibly vacuum sealing stuff. I've noticed, I do want to ask on your site, some, you've noticed some, some like miscellaneous like uh, peanut butters or other experiences adding into the menu. Have have you considered like going more horizontally with your, with these like offerings, like more foods and stuff, or was that just kind of just helping out friends?
1: I do love to help out my friends. That is one thing I love doing. We, Amazon started with books. Mm. I'm essentially a refrigerated Amazon. So I have the vans. I have the drivers and anything refrigerated that could be a complimentary item to my main business. I want to put on the van. And, you know, when COVID happened, a lot of people depended on us to bring them necessities. And I don't know which way it'll go. I don't know. I mean, I know groceries a razor thin margin, but you know, we just start adding things on, you know, eggs, cheese, milks, stuff that people just have at their house. You know, I know bananas are doing well. Berries have been kind of a pain in the ass because they're super um, handling them is uh, it's a little tedious. But I, I just want to create a service that is beneficial for my customers and give them things that they like. So grocery would be great. I'm really excited. I'm, I'm moving. I'm going to be moving my facility. I'm, I'm moving into a place that's like three and a half times the size with a total efficiency footprint. So that's going to help me really innovate a lot of these things I'm looking to do, whether it's meal kits or, you know, extending the prepared meal. I think I'm going to start offering more specials, keeping, um, you know, just, just starting a fire on all cylinders with creativity and innovation to stand out and just bury some of the competition that or whatever, you know. I love just it. make it better. Thank you.
0: I think, uh, just kind of to your note of like the, the COVID stuff, anytime you can offer a product that helps people, like just just helping them out in their day-to-day life, they're going to want to support you more, right? It's convenient, it's helpful, and you're offering a service that, I mean, you can go through Instacart, but it's such a, clinical like there's no personal touch to it you have no clue who the people are like when i get my eClean bro meal like the text message says the guy's name if i want to text him i can ask him where he is or you know anything any of that stuff there's such a personal touch um which i want to say is like a jersey thing because that's like i don't know like that that bro is very jersey i'm sure every state thinks that they have very, you know friendly people but it just feels like it's our people and it feels really nice to have that experience so i'm, I'm glad you're able to touch so much the company from uh, or of the country from now on. So, um, as uh, all in all, I just wanted to say thank you for coming on because this is this has been really motivational.
1: Um, yeah, dude, I I love being on. I was uh, I'm excited to be here and talk to you guys and you know hopefully you're inspired to just keep kicking ass, man. It, it takes time. I I think it's important that people know. Like I started e Clean, bro, January thirteenth, two thousand thirteen. But leading up to that, I was fucking cooking since 2005 so from 2005 to 2013 man like i was beating my head against the wall the shit did not happen overnight i had a lot of fucking shit to learn i had a lot of bad habits i had to break i had to really uh fix who i was as an individual you know i had a lot of individual flaws and i had to correct my personality. I had to correct correct my behaviors. I had to correct my my thought process. And you are the way you are, but that doesn't mean you can't improve who you are. And you can improve every single day. And that is the key to success is daily improvement. So you got to understand self-awareness. You need to understand what you want out of life. You need to understand like the whole 360 of you, your surroundings, what you want out of life, what you're willing to do, what you're not willing to do. Um, wow. But, you know, I'm about to go into a whole nother topic here. And if you <laughs> want to get me on for a second show, man, maybe I'll dive into um, self-improvement or something.
0: Yeah, let's, I think we should definitely
2: do uh, another one. I would love one. to get you guys together Sorry. in person as well because uh, Ben's, Ben's pretty local, showing some of the flair and everything. That would be so much fun, Jamie. That'd be cool cool
0: i'm going to talk to matt because we've been talking about a lot of different ways that we can help you guys with the content and if we can lend a hand in conveying any of the the quality that you guys put into because that's really our normal wheelhouse is like food quality supplements fitness nutrients i'd love to help out however possible because it's funny i trusted you guys with my nutrition like like 90 of my meals are e-clean bro but I didn't even know these extra things about the bone marrow that like all these extra things that you got Is that, in. I know that it tastes great. I know that it's affordable. I know it's convenient and I love the personal touch, but there's so much more to it that even I didn't know. So anyway, we can help out. I'll definitely be, uh, offering a hand.
1: Thanks man. Thank you.
0: Well, all right. Yeah, well,
2: and just as a, as a one point of housekeeping here, we do, um, we do track some of your stuff at priceplot.com slash eat dash clean bro. And if you, uh, when you come out with new foods, they pop up on our site and we'll alert people. And so if anyone listening wants Ben to, to do a video, with Ben needs to order something and, and do a review, that's what we're going to be doing. So we'll be tracking all that stuff
0: and we'll get Ben eating all the good new stuff.
1: Oh, awesome, man. Awesome. All right. Thank you.
0: Well, Jamie, thank you so much for your time. It's been really incredible to learn more. And uh, we'll be thank talking you, soon. Man.
1: All right, brother. Yeah, thank you, time. guys. Appreciate I will see it. you get guys better. later, man. Have all a right. great day.
0: How are we going, man?